1: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This summer, when you're on the go, stay connected to what matters most with access to over 3 million Cox Wi-Fi hotspots. Learn more at Cox.com. Ask Ashley, the podcast is sponsored by Cox.
1: even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.
0: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This summer, when you're on the go, stay connected to what matters most with access to over 3 million Cox Wi-Fi hotspots.
1: Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.
0: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would.
0: This summer, when you're on the go, stay connected to what matters most with access to over 3 million Cox Wi-Fi hotspots. Learn more at Cox.com. Ask Ashley, the podcast is sponsored by Cox. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fight in. In It's
3: a It's a a Hello and welcome to season ten, episode twenty-five of the Fighting Cop Podcast. Tottenham Hotspur have just beaten Ludegretz 4-0 in Europa League. Today I'm joined on the line by David Alfie Ward. How you doing, mate? Hello. Oh good, how are you? I'm really good, mate. I'm really good. Why wouldn't I be good? We're top of the league. What, 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 <laughs> what, what are you saying, Dave? He's you, you saying I shouldn't be good right now, or what?
4: Uh, you know what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm starting to believe, and I don't like the feeling of that. I know. So. <laughs>
3: spook, Spooky. It. That's that is that the weird conundrum we find ourselves in, isn't it? Um, yes. That uh, we 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 are top of the league, and uh, you know, was it nine games played or eight games played? Nine games. Nine. Nine, nine. Nine games played, and we are uh sitting pretty at the top of the league, but it doesn't feel pretty. It's not like being four points clear at this, this, this stage in the season. Because if we were four points it... clear over the season, that would end up four, eight, twelve, sixteen points clear, which is an absolute landslide in terms of winning the
2: league. It's funny, though, isn't it? Because we are top, and it's almost like there's this stealth defence mechanism that kick, kicks in that's almost like this... In a voice telling you, "No, no, no! Don't enjoy it because you ain't gonna stay there. Yeah. Don't, don't, be, don't get arrogant and cocky." But whereas I'm now thinking, "Fuck it! We, we don't know how long it's gonna last for. Do you know what I mean? Enjoy it for for what it is. We're doing well. It's early days. Quarter of the season done. You just don't know what's gonna happen. Wear your heart on your sleeve because uh, these are the it's moments. Not the Tottenham it isn't, mate. It isn't. I'm saying this, and part of me is like, shut the fuck up. You're a liar. You're gonna get off this podcast, and you're gonna you're gonna get anxiety about the Chelsea game this weekend. But that's just football. All football fans are like that. I think it doesn't suit us to be arrogant and cocky, does it, really? We're not those type of we're yeah. not that type of fan the Fans, base. We, fans we of other clubs
3: Self-deprecate are, and the fa- fans of other clubs are like like look at the way the Arsenal fans re- react to defeats. It's like they're entitled to be better than they are. Rather than just yeah. accepting the state that they find themselves in and dealing with it, like we've done over many, many years, I kind of feel like, and, and the same with Chelsea as well. Chelsea fans, I spoke to one earlier. I did something on a, a, another channel where um, there was a lot of us on on this call or this video, and speaking to the Chelsea, and they're proper proper up for it. Like they're proper, not only up for it, they're just expectant of a victory, and that comes from having in recent years success whereas Spurs haven't had that. So we find ourselves in two different stages of mindset. But Mm. the reality is we're both on an even... Well, actually, we're above them, but we're on an even kill. We're on a collision course. It's it's kind of like two up-and-coming boxers who have to fight each other to see who is the best. That's kind of what it feels like. If, If you're into your boxing, Bud Crawford versus Errol Spence, if that fight happens, that's deciding who is the best at their weight. And that... It feels like that, it might be a little bit like that for Spurs and Chelsea. We are going to preview the game, but Dave, how do you respond to that?
4: It's it's weird because you're right in a way that, you know, they are expecting just because of their recent history and and, and they've had one over on us, you know, in recent times more often than not. So that will come into them being confident. And and plus it is at Stamford Bridge with fans. I know like there's no fans as well. So that could, you know, play in our favour. Is such because I don't think home advantage is much of a thing these days. Yeah. But still, I, I, I'm going into this and I'm like, I'm I'm not so... I'm just a bit like... It's, it's weird because I'm, I'm thinking about the game and I'm thinking, we could dick them. We could, we could go 4-0 up in like the first hour. And there's a point where we could go 4-0 down in the first hour and I just don't fucking know anymore.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and the thing is, is that we used to know. We used to know that we go into these games and we lose. The, the reality now is that we just don't know... Not because we don't know that Spurs could turn up and do all right, but we've turned up every game bar two this season. Antwerp and Everton in the first game.
4: Um the first forty five minutes of Southampton, which I don't know if I, I always think back to that because I think the Everton game was awful and then the next game was Southampton and the first forty five minutes before Sun scored right on the edge of half time with our first shot, I thought, We are dire, we're dross. <laughs> I
3: just thought, yeah and yeah, now but... I'm like we're the fucking best. Yeah, well, because uh, you know that the reason why we beat Southampton was because we had a game plan and we stuck to it despite the adversity of the first half. We stuck to it and we put them to the sword in the most obvious sense of the word. It, you know, th- th- there wasn't a more dominant side that will go to Southampton probably in the next ten years and do what we did to them. And yeah. and, and we did it.
2: We did. Uh, I think that's that's what you need to remember for for this for this Chelsea game, that you saw what we did against Manchester City. You know, this is, again, I keep repeating this, but this is why Mourinho is Mourinho. And this is why we have to, it's uncomfortable having faith in his methods because we tend to be more relaxed and casual with the whole swagger and the Tottenham style, whatever that's meant to be. I don't even know we know what that's meant to be anymore because we had, we had traits under Pochettino that made us a proper team. And I think under Mourinho, we're more shrewd and calculated and deliberate. And we will do things that are not particularly attractive, ugly, but it's the things the big teams do in order to get the points to win titles, whether we win the title or not. That's not for us to discuss really at this point. It's too early, but against Chelsea, I'm expecting him again to do some kind of containment illusion, whatever the fuck it is, he's going to do. He will adapt the team. And the difference between this season and last season is the players get it now. I think they understand what it is they have to do, not just with the style of football. You remember all or nothing, Deli Ali going mental in the dressing room about the, kicking the ball upfield and whatever, whatever else. That's because we weren't synergised at that point. We didn't really know what we were doing. This team, this squad of players right now, with the form they're in, they know what they're doing. So it, they're, they have faith in Mourinho. And that's why Maria gets pumped up after games against City. He was the daggers he gave Hoybier.
3: Okay, uh, we just lost. Uh, we just lost. Spook. lost Spook. Yeah,
2: well, I'll it. continue. The daggers he
3: gave Hoybjerg <laughs> was
4: like, "Yeah, gonna fucking whatever Spook would say." Um,
3: <laughs> I, I yeah, want but, to believe. Yeah, <laughs> it's, but thing, it's true. It
4: is. It, it is, is true. Are, are is, we? Are, is, we can, are we continuing? And we get. Yeah, yeah, back?
3: We, yeah. Well, no, we're fine. We're getting back. But this is. We're. we're um... He's one hundred percent correct. It is that we, that the the daggers that he gave Hoybier was a knowing, a, a shared knowing that together, that, that that if we pull together, if we believe in what Mourinho is saying, we, uh, we we're going to be on to to, to great things. Um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't a fluke, was it?
4: I mean, that, that's it was a tactical game plan, and whatever people want to say to try and tarnish that, you know, um, I think I've seen so many meant to be professional opinions on on Tottenham from the media and and Sky Sports and Talk Sport and all all that and a lot of them are so wrong that they go oh yeah he just sets him up to park the bus and then he's a, he's lucky that we have Kane and Son to unlock defenses you know when we do get the odd break it's not like that you're just you're you're either narrow-minded or you're a moron if you if you think like that it's actually quite beautiful to watch you know in a in a weird going 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 back to to box you know we all like people that you know it's hit and don't get hit but then sometimes we like people getting hit and then keep coming forward do you know what i mean
3: yeah ricky Hatton. yeah yeah exactly yeah indeed uh i just want to just mention a a video we put out this week well it's the fighting cock um we're trying to maneuver everything we do It, it not just being about the podcast or the website or whatever we do we want to we want to make content that that uh, people are proud of basically and, and it makes people feel good about their football club. So we put a, a video out on social media this week where we tried to sum up what it was like to be Spurs, a Spurs fan over the last few years. Uh, you know, thank you for all of the lovely messages because we have been w- literally agonising over this video for the last two weeks, thinking, is it too much? Is it going to make us look like mugs? And the reality is that as we put it out, people really liked it. So thank you for everyone. It's who's... perfect,
4: mate. It's, it's so good. Thank honestly, you. well well done. Why everybody involved? It just it,
3: the the difficult thing is about making it like feel like what it follows, what it's like to follow Tottenham. That, that's the difficult bit. But um, you know the the crux of it is just what all of us feel, right? So it's just about encapsulating encapsulating what people feel and putting it into. A video, and that's what we tried to do. So, uh, yeah, Jordan. and the,
4: the great thing about it was it, it, it captured, yeah, exactly, the, from the fans' point of view. It, I mean, we could, everyone could do compilations of, of Tottenham's greatest games and stuff like that, but this is not what that video is about. It's about what we feel week in, week out when we're traveling up and down the country, when we're meeting up with our mates, and and the heartbreaking and, and the 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 community that comes with that and and it's it's, it's perfect, mate.
3: Nice one, nice one. Well, uh, uh, I, I got a lot of praise for it, but it, well, I was uh, a, a mere cog in the machine. Uh, Charlie and Ricky have been uh, like, you know, they've done they've done a great job anyway. And uh, Spooky wrote the script,
2: which is the most important part of it. Spooky, It is, mate. Right? It's easy to write. <laughs> it's it's easy to 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 get emotional about something, though, isn't it?
3: Yeah, it is. We've got loads more, loads more shit coming along. so don't want to go on about it. But, you know, thanks for enjoying it. And um, hopefully uh, you enjoy all the other bollocks we put out in the future. Um, We beat Lou De Gretz, Spook. One one foot in the knockout stages uh, that include Arsenal and Leicester. We'll come on to that in a second. But what was really satisfying about this is Vinicius, his display. And, And not that he was incredible, but... He delivered. He scored two goals. No, he scored. He scored two goals. He got an assist on the back of two assists against um, some other little shit shithole club we played. Um, <laughs> is it? Could he be? Is he the the correct striker to have as a backup to Kane?
2: Yeah, because he's in that kind of in that place between. You know, he's not someone that's going to demand to be playing first team football, so he's not going to get Aggie. He's not going to get despondent, sitting on the bench. He knows he's there to do a job. And it's then up to him to do a job good enough to pose that question. I mean, what a question to pose. Like, if you're a footballer and you come in and suddenly you're undroppable and you're meant to be the backup striker <laughs> and the main striker's Harry Kane. I mean, Christ, that's that, that, that's a, a dream scenario. But there's no need to get to look that far ahead again. It's We knew he could play a bit of football and he could link up, right? And what we wanted to see is how tidy he can be when he's in that position to to kind of slot the ball away. And he and he's done that. You know, he looks confident. He's, his energy and his enthusiasm, you can't, you know, you can't have a dig at him at all. He looks like a player that wants to do well. So it's great. It's great having Harry sit on the bench and watch someone well, else knock him in.
3: It, it was a great display, but actually the, the two players that really stole the limelight, in my opinion, were the ones that were... Uh... Currently under the spotlight in Harry Winks and Deli Alley. And that isn't yeah. about Harry Winks's superbly meant finish from 56 yards. <laughs> <laughs> when I in, I was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> um, but you could see from his eyes, he was he was going for uh, Gareth Bale, which was the right pass. It's just that sometimes it ends up in the net. My dad always used to say to me, he goes, the amount of, you know, girl, I used to play football, I was pretty fucking good. And the amount of goals I scored by crossing the ball in when I, I thought I was crossing the ball in that went straight in the net and everyone fucking came to me and piled on and I took every single one of them what he didn't do <laughs> Harry Winks is admit to the fact that he meant it and, uh, and Jose Mourinho came out afterwards and said he's too good too kind if you score a goal like that you have to say you meant it but it was obvious he didn't anyway um, Dave what, what did you make of Harry Winks's and especially Deli Alli's display because it feels like maybe not for Harry Winks I'm not sure how he gets in above Hoybia but Deli Ali staked a claim to some some extent do you think
4: I mean most definitely because the thing with Ali is he's we all know that he's a very very gifted intelligent footballer and um you know last night okay he wasn't up against much let's let's you know let's call it what it is he wasn't up against much but he had to put in a display and he was intelligent enough and unselfish enough where you know the uh, Vinicius second goal where Ali could have easily I mean it was an the it, goal yeah. was gaping for Ali himself wasn't it he could have put it in and and just said look look, boss here I am scoring goals but he was intelligent enough to probably know that I could put this on a plate for 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 Vinny as they call him and just like give him a bit of confidence and um I like that I mean Ali isn't he's not a bad footballer you don't become a bad footballer overnight and his head might have dropped and he might have you know Mourinho might he might be out of favour with Mourinho as it is but I still have every hope that he can come back in and do a job because if this is a, if this is a, a title race we're in, and I think we are, I'll, I'll say it, I think we are, and it's a race, I'm not saying we're going to win it, but a race, you need players like Ali that are going to come in and, you know, change games Yeah, a Yeah, 100%. And um, I really hope that he looks at someone like... In <clears> Dombélé, <throat> and and so she's that you can you know once it looks like you're exiled, you can come back and you can be playing good football. So it's it's all good signs if you what, ask me. And, what
3: was what was oh, you... really important about Delielli's assist was that he could have finished that, and it wouldn't have made any difference to his position currently. If he scores a goal, he scores a goal. The fact that he laid that on for Vinicius, and and Jose Mourinho made a comment about him being a team player, which meant that. Single moment of action—the moment where he decided instead of sweeping it into the net, which he could have done, he would have ninety-nine times out of hundred, he, he would have buried that. Literally, mm-hmm. it, it was—you know—you know how good he is at, under pressure, and 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 what coolness he has of head. Um, but what he decided to do in that moment was just to ensure that the goal was scored and bring Vinicius into it as well. So you can see that Jose Mourinho was grateful for that and what I'm saying is I guess what I'm getting at is is the fact that Dele Alli is playing himself not just you know on the pitch because this is the first real game time he's had and he was superb probably maybe a man of a match last night but he's he's playing himself into Jose Mourinho's mindset where he, where two or three weeks ago it felt like he didn't have a single choice uh the, there was no chance that he was going to be a Spurs player that we're going to sell him now, it feels like actually we've got another tool in the box. Do you, can you see a turnaround spooky like, similar to Ndombele where Deli Ali may not become as influential as Ndombele's become but becomes an intrinsic part of this title challenge?
2: I hope so. It's it, it's difficult to gauge at the minute what I mean. Mourinho obviously wants Deli to apply himself in a certain way. Right, and then when he's applying himself in training, he's doing all the right things, making all the right moves. Then he's a, he's a team player. He's back in the squad. He's an option again. And then it's what he does in high intensity games. And we happen to have like Chelsea and Arsenal coming up. Do you know what I mean? And he loves playing against these these teams. I think yeah. at some point Mourinho has to make a decision and, and put his arms around Delhi and say, "I believe in you again. you you're, you're on the bench." And then and then push him from there. Um, there's this thing about Mourinho saying he doesn't make leaders. You know, players work work out for themselves, as if to suggest it's the onus is on the player. It's always on the player. And he, and it and I get be. that. I get that philosophy. I get that. I get the reasoning behind that. But I think with Delhi, he does. He we know what he can do when he's on absolute fire. And it's just what are we losing by?
4: Well, we're lo- we losing. We're, we're losing
3: Spooky. But what what <laughs> what, are we, what are we losing by? Um, you no, know, not what, not like not, not... man on the bench or at least yeah. yeah well, or yeah, just not not exactly. taking advantage of uh, of Delielli's uh, many many um, skills and, and and abilities to change games. And what
4: well, the thing is, Flav, we play like like City. We just played, and uh, we've got some big games coming up. And and the the Hoyberg and Donbley and Sissoko is, is working really well. You can't fault it, right? But if you go before the um, international break when we're playing West Brom and Burnley who want to sit deep against us and they want to... I mean, you don't always have to play then a Sissoko and you could bring in a midfield of Hoyerberg and Dombele and Ali. And I, I could see that working against a team that wants to sit back against us, you know, to pick the lock a bit more.
3: Yeah, agreed, agreed. I, do I keep cutting off, lads? <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, not,
2: you don't at all. Fu- nah. <laughs> fucking hell. Like, do you know what's what, best the- stuff. Yeah, he is, literally, and then I look at the phone and I'm like, "Oh, for fuck's sake, hey, man! This is but gold content."
3: Me and Dave hey. are so pro that that we we just fill in for you. We just you pick up as <laughs> as you dip out. We pick up.
4: Yeah, we're like Sissoko and Hoiberg. We're just filling those
3: gaps. Yeah, uh, literally. You yeah. see, Spooky is living in a cave in Afghanistan somewhere. <laughs> um, let, let's move on. Let's move on from um, uh, Deli Ali and Ari Winks and our performance against Ludogorets. What I would say is that every game in europe feels like there's a purpose like we don't do too much we do enough to win and that doing enough doing enough to win is significant victories 4-0 you know 5-2 last year against olympiakos or whatever it was so it, it, it's moving forward but I, I don't know if anyone's heard i don't know if i don't know if you dave you've you heard of this or spoke if you <coughs> Are, are, are remotely aware of this, but we're sponsored by William Hill, and uh, I'm sure you're aware. When did that happen? <clears throat> what when to... you keep cutting out, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they came in, get that bastard out. <laughs> 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 uh, and they, they do send over some odds, uh, for each game, they've got some special odds for us. Uh, we've got some ones for Chelsea. Uh, actually, before we go into that, there's the the. the They've given us an opportunity. The people that listen to The Fighting Cock, if you listen to this now, right, they've given us an opportunity to put your best and worst Christmas jokes to Tottenham players, right? So all you need to do in order to, to get your Christmas joke sent to the players and they'll react to it is uh, email us at The Fighting Cock, no, email us at editor at TheFightingCock.co.uk and we'll forward. forward them onto uh, Willie Mill who will then forward them onto the players and you'll see a video of them reacting to your jokes so like, I mean this is the fine cock so don't be too tame let like, go balls in ten toes let us know let let them know let let Harry Kane Harry Winks all of them let them know the, your your most horrendous Christmas jokes uh, yeah send them to your videos uh, they'll they'll collate the best ones make sure they're funny obviously don't send in shit jokes and uh, over 18s only no alcohol on display if possible all right so they've got they've sent us across some odds for the game against chelsea spurs to win the 13 to 5 which is not that far off evens, if you look at it really uh what 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 do you reckon boys you go into the tie against chelsea as a uh,
2: you know the, you know in a
3: favorable mood or
2: if I had to put money on, I'd put money on the draw. Would you take a draw? Yeah, I, I probably would take a draw, and then, and then, and then the win against Arsenal, and then shift on from there. Obviously, I mean, this is just just the, a feeling I have. I think it's going to be a, a tighter game than the City game. I think that Chelsea will have a lot more to offer. Yeah. All right, Dave. What about you? What would you? Do? Yeah. No,
4: I I agree. But I think we looked at the next two games. You want you, you take four points, right? Um but like I said earlier, there's a part I just can't call Tottenham at the moment. I just don't know how they're gonna turn up and if they're gonna. They can just we can blow teams out of the park, and we can, and Chelsea can get got out of the back. But they are, they are at this time, uh, as it's recording. They are better at attacking than City are, you know, at the moment, right? So they're gonna put a sterner test against us. Plus Toby, who's been on some of the best form he's been in in years, is out. So you're like, you'll take a draw probably. But do you know what? Fuck it. Three 0 Tottenham.
3: If you had if you had two to one, two one, it would be ten to one to Spurs. And uh... it will be a tight game. And it, it,
4: I don't think anyone, you know, I, I feel it probably will be a tight game. And if there is a winner, it's it's not going to be by by three like I just just boldly claimed. But yeah, two one sounds good. I'll take two one Spurs now.
3: Spook, can you see a world where we come from behind in this game where they score first and we pick them back?
2: Yes. If you could, because we did that. We did that in the League Cup game. I mean, okay, we went to penalties, but um, like, like I like I said earlier. Well, if you heard it, I might have got cut off. But Mourinho adapts to to these type of teams. I agree, we'll be tight and it will be tight, and there will probably be one in it. Um, yeah, we can come back from 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 one nil down more so than any other Spurs team in in previous years. If
3: Spurs were to come from behind, it'd be twelve to one. That's not bad. Wow. That's, that's decent. I would I'd, I'd put a I'd put a quid on that, 100%. Um if we won this game, boys, like I know we just beat Man City, we we had a favorable run in the run up to that Man City game. People were saying, "Yeah, you had a, you know, you you've done well. You you had a good run, but now you have got to play the big boys." The first big boy we played, which is re- the reason why we named the previous pod one down. Uh Man City, we beat them, 2-0. If we beat Chelsea, then will you allow yourself to be excited? Will you allow yourself to believe?
2: Speak. Um,
4: go on. Sorry. Speak.
2: No, no. I was just going to say. Um, I I already believe because that uh, heart on sleeve in it. I, it's just the way I want to approach football. I want to put it all out there. And if I if I, what's the worst that can happen? We don't. We 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 collapse. We don't win the league. Well, at least we're well, at least we're talking about potentially winning it. Got to be, it, isn't got to be in it, and it's like, it's like, yeah, it's
3: it's like the Champions League last like a couple of years ago. You have to be in it, like as much as the you know the, the amount of jeopardy and the amount of the amount we have at, at stake in terms of our emotions and what it's going to feel like if we lose it and we we live through that. But you have to be in the fight. You have to be, even if the even if the um, the jeopardy is so huge that it could hurt you so significantly you've got to still be in it
2: it's better to be in it than not and do you know what what what's for us if you want to go with superstition at the beginning of every season where we're spoken about not being good enough for the top four because there just happens to be four teams that are a better place um we tend to do something you know yes. when we're, we're when we're not spoken about as contenders we we tend to do something people in you in know business you've got, Ga- you've got Gary big... Neville Gary Neville right he's he thinks he's a big man Oh, yeah, I still don't believe Spurs are going to win the league. Mate, that isn't a fucking difficult prediction to make because when have we won the Premier League? When when was the last time we won the league? But Spurs, you know, imagine the,
3: that he's making that statement, which makes it significant. Like Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. If, if, you, if, you, if, you're, if we're not in your psyche, then you're not talking about us. All of them, they're all talking about us. They're <laughs> fans of every football club, they're talking about us. You know, you saw that, that meme going around. It was like a Wallace and Gromit meme. And, it's, um... And it just said, "Chicken like, Run." Yeah, Chicken Run. Oh yeah, that's that's quality. And uh, <laughs> the, 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 the cap- there was a bloke looking really suspiciously, and the caption said uh, that there was a picture of the league table with Spurs at the top, and the, the caption was, "Those chickens are up to something." <laughs> 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 Mate, we're in everybody's minds currently, and it may be, yeah, it may be 10, ten games from now we're not in their minds, and it may be that we form another uh, title run, or we 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 grouped together a certain number of results where we marched to the title. This this season isn't going to be about Spurs being top of the tree for for, for the next six months. It's not going to be that. There are going to be ups and downs. But the fact is right now, for the first time, I think since Pochettino's 2015-2016 season, the people are genuinely looking at the chickens and thinking <laughs> something's happening over there. And my reaction to that is going to lash out. And, and you know, I, I, I'm all for it.
4: Yeah, win like, this, yeah, this Saturday, uh, <laughs> Sunday. And um, and we've really, I I, I mean, I, I would, I'd be very hard. I mean, then we've got the scum. And I know we've got Lask in, in between that. But, like, I'd be so, if we win on Sunday, I'd be so confident going into the North London Derby. And I hate that. I really fucking hate that feeling. I'm not used to that. Throughout know. my life, yeah, so it'd be like, it would, it would be Spurs to go and like beat Chelsea and then lose quite handily to Arsenal, wouldn't it? But fucking, this is what we live for. This is what that video is about. This is this is Tottenham Hotspur, and I wouldn't change it for the fucking world.
3: Nor would I, Dave. Nor would I too. Uh, just just what one final odd for you: um, Spurs to win the league are currently five to one. When we when we set out with William Hill, they had Spurs eight to one. Our performances since then has led us to be in a position where the bookies are saying. Spurs are still third favourites behind Liverpool and City, but five to one for Spurs to win the league. So you should have gone on it before because the odds are going to shrink and shrink and shrink, or they'll go massive in two weeks. I don't know. I mean, we know <laughs> who, who knows. Do mm-hmm. you uh, want to say check out uh, the William Hill website and app for all enhanced odds in the build-up to the kickoff? And if you want specific odds, then um, you can tweet at William Hill using the hashtag at. Uh, hashtag your odds and they'll give you a price for what's happening boys um, give me your predictions for Chelsea before I let you go Dave
4: one nil Spurs
3: one nil Spurs take that
2: speak my, my head my head says 2-2 two, two. my heart says 2-1 Tottenham my heart
3: says 3-1 madness the world goes fucking crazy about Jose Mourinho's new Tottenham Jose isn't back he never left that's what I'm gonna, That's that's the narrative that I, I, I'm uh, I, I'm I'm taking into this weekend, and God to fuck, I hope, please, just any kind of result. I take a draw, anything. Just fucking don't let them do us. Don't let them do us. All right, uh, Spook Dave, you've been wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us, and this has been the Fighting Cop Podcast.
2: Cheers, guys. Oh no,
3: fuck, fuck, Cheers. Dave. Well, Dave, you didn't get a chance to promote your pod. Sorry.
4: Oh yeah, um, I started a podcast during lockdown. I converted, um the shed into a podcast studio and it looks pretty fucking good actually it does look good it's amazing um, what's your podcast yeah. about and it's uh, just just a bit of a shits and giggles podcast um there's it's no rhyme or reason to it questions stuff that's been happening in my life in the week uh, and um yeah it's called has it come to this uh, search that wherever you get your podcast or follow me at david alfie ward and um yeah it's good it's getting a lot of um good feedback and i mean again it's no like it's not it's not going to change your life but you're gonna it's, you're right. gonna enjoy your hour Mate, listening to it just, and now i've got just, the studio just, just, i once covid is over i can get like guests in and Dave. me and tony dear have been talking about starting a podcast Dave, usually when we're very drunk but, david uh, yeah it's gonna
3: change your life it's gonna change your life listen to his <laughs> podcast it's gonna change your life um, you yeah, like you, you uh, as it, it comes to
4: this. As it uh, comes to know, this, you to could street.
3: say like you're on a night out. It's just like, you could, well, we could go home, or maybe you should go home. <laughs> maybe you should go back to your own bed and don't come back because I'm rubbish at this. No, I mean you just hear
4: about me chatting, chatting shit, and with I'm your off mate to as well. Next week to be in a French film, so you can right. hear about that.
3: A bit of a humble brag there. All right, cheers. Uh,
4: no, um, no, I just you know. I'll just drop oh, oh, it in oh, there. Oh,
3: I'm just going to France and I'm going to be in yeah. a what is it? An adult film? I wish I fucking. Is it a porno? No,
4: it's not. It's a little fucking, I have to play a hipster that's losing his hair, which is half true. So, um, yeah.
3: All right. Good. Right. Good. Anyway, day. love you all. Wor- and uh, thank you for letting me plug that. Uh, Dave, work on your promo.
4: <laughs> yeah, well, you threw it at me. I, I completely forgot about my own podcast. And that's a like, oh, lie. <laughs> that's
3: a lie. You never forget about your own podcast. Anyway, uh, Dave, thanks so much, mate. And um, yeah. Spook, I love it's you. That's Bye. Love you too. Go and pick bye, up bye. your kid. Bye.
0: We're the fighting cock and we don't give a fuck Like a top drawer whore when she don't see Fox Everybody wanna come and run it but they funny Like a dummy in the bummy of your mommy Ha ha Fighting cock and we don't give a shit Everybody knows face a prick We can get a sticky in the mini sucking willy When you get getting grilly yeah you got the magnum
1: it's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.